This is the Emergency Medical Minute. Real, raw, relevant emergency medical education. the show okay thank you guys for letting me do the medical minute the reason I'm doing the medical minute today is that I'm going to court for a sexual assault that I took care of who was strangled um, sexual assault victims have a high rate of strangulation as well as domestic violence victims um, domestic violence victims who are strangled have a seven times higher rate of death with strangulation. Um, they did a study in San Diego about strangulation and in 300 cases only 3% sought treatment for the strangulation and that was for persistent problems after the strangulation. Um, as far as the pressure it takes to cause problems in strangulation to um, occlude the jugular, it's four pounds of pressure. The carotid is 11 pounds of pressure, and the trachea is 34 pounds of pressure. So how that looks in relation to um, what we do in everyday life, um, pulling the trigger of a gun only takes five pounds of pressure. Um, opening a soda can is 20 pounds of pressure. Uh, 100 pounds of pressure is used with a good handshake. So a lot of times when people are doing this, they're extremely emotional and they have a lot more pounds of pressure with that. They believe now that um, women who have been strangled or people strangled have a very high rate for strokes because of vascular injuries from strangulation. Um, the National Strangulation Institute in Fort Worth does amazing work about strangulation, especially with law enforcement and emergency care workers, and they're the ones who I um, got this amazing, these amazing hand, handouts from. Um, people who die of strangulation, only 50% of people who die of it show external signs of trauma which is pretty shocking. So a lot of times people wanna see external signs of trauma, such as petechiae or marks on the neck. However, it doesn't, you don't need to see external signs of trauma in strangulation. The biggest hallmark for needing to do a CTA of a neck is if the patient lost consciousness. So that means that they had um, a loss of oxygen for enough time to trigger a need. Um, it only takes eight to 10 seconds of strangulation to lose consciousness. So they actually did a study in the 1940s with pilots to see like how many seconds they could go without blood perfusion to the brain. So they strapped this like vest, inflatable vest to their neck and chest. And after eight to 10 seconds was when they determined they lost consciousness. They had to stop this study because they had deaths from the study. <laughs> so it was pretty impressive. So the point of no return with strangulation when you can have long-term signs of, of uh, issues is 50 seconds to one minute. So it doesn't take much time for people to have long-term issues with that. Um, and you can look at the handout for all the different um, 
issues with strangulation, but also another huge hallmark with problems with strangulation or loss of bladder. Um, if a patient has a loss of bladder, that's also a huge issue for um, needing a CTA. They can be extremely embarrassed about it. People sometimes also don't remember losing consciousness during strangulation. They'll say that they don't remember what happens. You know, they were in this argument and then all of a sudden they woke up and they were in another room. So that's sometimes a sign that something bigger is in the works. So thank you for the medical minute. <laughs>